1: or donate to our organization, please visit www.NewHeightsEducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new heights educational groupmyshopifycom Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Education Group, and I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who so has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela. When we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet to make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High.
2: to the New Heights Show on Education. This is Pamela Clark, the director of the New Heights Educational Group and the radio show. So it's been a while since I had, um, since I had uh, done a show. And so there's a lot going on in the world, mostly um, in regards to the world of education and all of the things happening with that. So that's what this show is about today. Um, We're gonna be discussing the crisis in public schools, parents that are standing up for their rights and parents are moving their children from public schools and the mandatory vaccine and mask mandates. So let's get right into it today. as you know, there that the coronavirus lockdowns um, have been going on for about a year and a half now, and um, and it, it, but it has prompted a rise in homeschooling, and as parents' attitudes have shifted positively towards home education, so. Um, A lot of information I'm going to be sharing today, I'll share some articles with you and reference points, but uh, um, I'm going to be referencing fee and um, homeschool legal defense, along with some other articles as well. And those links to those articles will be shared in the show notes. And you you can also read the articles, some of them, um will were in the last magazine that came out the NHG ed guide and then um, some of them will come out in the next uh, magazine issue okay which will be set to come out on um november 1st okay so anyways As I mentioned, um, there's been a rise in homeschooling. I don't know if a lot of people really realize the significant jump and what's really happening, but we're gonna explore a bit of it today. So uh, before the pandemic, only about 5.4% of households reported homeschooling their children. Um, In March, the Census Bureau released a report showing the percentage of households that were homeschooling had doubled Uh, during the coronavirus. Uh, During the pandemic, the number that jumped to 11.1% more than doubled. So the household pulse survey questions asked about homeschooling as a choice separate from remote learning. Um, Okay, so let's just kind of back up a little bit with that where you know, and discuss the school types and choices, right? So we have public school, religious schools, private schools, which could also be religious schools. We have charter schools, um, and then there's also um, the, there's like a, what do they call it? Sorry, just a moment.
1: I'm looking
2: for it. Oh, the hybrid school learning, that's what I wanted to share. Um, so, I'll kind of touch base on that a little bit because. I had not heard of this this term used before. And so I'm assuming some of you haven't either. So let's take a look at it. Um, the hybrid homeschools, um, typical, a typical setup is that kids attend physical schools with desks, teachers, and uniforms, and so on, two to three days per week, and are homeschooled the other days. One might think of hybrid homeschools as more formalized versions of homeschool co-ops. The schools handle most of the mechanics, lesson plans, grading, transcripts, but parents are meant to be the main influences on their own kids and teach, facilitate, and support lessons at home. So um, the hybrid homeschools are considered like small institutions with strong identities and highly responsive to parents um, are an example of the desire for more personalizations coming together with the desire for small local community interaction. So there's also that option as well. Now, um, some of you may not be familiar with all of the different types of school options school choice and kind of what the the differences are so let's discuss charter schools a little bit um but charter schools in most cases can be directly compared to the public school because they are public schools some charter schools people can attend in person and some charter schools they can just it's all virtual but um they are pretty much the same thing as a public compulsory school because they draw money from the taxpayers now a homeschooler um, even though that's not very popular in the public school mindset uh, actually when your children are homeschooled the public school still gets about half of the cost of what you know for your child as if they were there. So they get about half of the money, even if they're homeschooled, but then homeschoolers are sometimes left out of, of taking part in any of the sports and other things. I mean, things have changed a little bit in some school districts or here and there, they'll allow things. But as taxpayers, I mean, it's my opinion that um, they shouldn't be left out of anything because the schools are still making money um, for, the empty seat, and parents should still be able to participate in those things. And then, you know, regular homeschoolers in general, they they have to purchase everything out of pocket. There's, in general, there's no support um, for them, and um, financial support, I should say. So, New Heights, of course, is trying to take all of those costs out of the equation without government connection. And without, you know, restrictions or um, just to because we try to balance education, we try to bring the opportunities to everyone, regardless of school choice or beliefs. Um, So whether that is the fill in the gaps type tutoring that we do, or if it's informational services, field trips, access to performing arts or other types of arts um, or anything really. So we've tried to really um, remove the cost because they're already paying their taxes, right? And it's really not fair that they have to pocket or, you know, to pay taxes and then not have any access to information. So, Of course, um, I could reference the 1,280 free and discounted courses we have on our site too, and that all works to that effort to remove the costs as well. So homeschoolers can have a real choice on curriculum, and and we can reach families that are low income that normally wouldn't have the option to homeschool. They now can because they have all of those same things if they come searching for them. So anyways, back to the 11.1%. The Household Pulse Survey uh, questioned and asked about homeschooling as a choice separate from remote learning. Many families have not been satisfied with their child school um, has offered and what they had offered during the pandemic. Unlike our organization who way before the pandemic, we were used to serving people online. Public schools in in most cases were never, they didn't have that capability. They had had to learn it literally overnight. And if you think there was gaps in education before COVID, you can better believe that there's gaps now. So, and and, the community of the disabled individuals have suffered greatly as well. So um, it's just, it hasn't been a good situation for anyone. So um, Michael McShane is the director of national research for Ed Choice And he told the Hill that he thinks lots and lots of families are looking for other options. I had seen a survey um, result as well. I can't remember what survey it was, but Parents are not happy with the online choices. They wish there was more choices out there um, for educating their children at home. And I think many of them have not heard of the New Heights Educational Group. So if you're listening to this, you may want to share it with them because we are a one-stop shop in education. We offer everything that the public school offers and more. And we do that through our organization services and through partners and affiliates so as parents and students were forced home due to the pandemic parents had the opportunity to help their children learn from home during a time of uncertainty in academia so EdChoice choice has been pulling parents every month since the pandemic began in March of 2020 and found that parents developed a more favorable view of homeschooling. And as of April, 64% of parents said their view of homeschooling has become more favorable due to the pandemic, according to an EdChoice survey. Not only did the COVID-19 give some parents the ability and motivation to start homeschooling, experts say, it may have also provided the opportunity to break stereotypes that surrounded home education, such as parents without teaching certificates being unqualified to homeschool and homeschooled students being less socialized. <laughs> and I always chuckle when somebody uses the socialized or socialization because um the, the issue isn't the socialization, it's indoctrination. So um, homeschool children are much more socialized and able to talk to other people than a public school student in general because they're not taught that unless they go to an elite school you may not agree with that, but if you do your research, your eyes may be opened a little bit to that. And we'll talk a little bit more about it as we go on today, um, and why I say that. So parents are finding out that we do not need a government teaching license to be effective teachers. New Heights has known that for a very long time. Um, I, I talked about the fill in the gaps type tutoring that we we offer, and why do we offer fill-in-the-gaps tutoring? I'll ask that question. If there is not an issue with public school, why is why is fill-in-the-gaps tutoring so important? And what kind of gaps do we see? Well, I'll tell you that after 15 years, or, and even longer really, because I was helping families before New Heights was born, I can tell you that most students that come out of the public school, are about two years behind the homeschool curriculum. That's what we see. Something else we see is that we don't see a difference when we're tutoring and we have an instructor that has no degree and one that does when it comes to results. The results are the same. So it's the curriculum, it's the, um, it's the quality of the curriculum that makes the difference. And of course, instructors that are patient and kind and follow that curriculum. So you can use tutors that are even still in high school and get the same results as someone that went to uh, college for a degree and I really, I I mean, we've lived that. So um, we do have certified teachers that sometimes do tutor with us, but again, I don't see any difference. So it's a real big misconception that people have. Um, Another fact is that we do not need $12,000 of our neighbor's tax money for our children to learn. I mean, yeah, New, New Heights is a um, educational nonprofit, and we need um, money to to run. But we don't get any tax money, and I'll tell you the cost that the public school gets is is not needed. It's obscene amounts of money. So they say there's no money in education, but yeah, there is. Okay. So we do not need the professor-created curriculum, says Brian Ray, the president of the National Home Education Research Institute and editor-in-chief of the home school researcher told The Hill, we do not need our children to be around 27 peers for six hours per day for them to be well socialized, really six to eight hours a day, right? So we could have more family time. We could have a more flexible schedule. We do not have to live at the whim of the institutional school and its schedule, says Ray. Another common assumption about homeschooling is that it's only for the rich white students. (laughs) I'm sorry. That just makes me chuckle. I mean, I was a homeschool mom for 13 years and that's just, uh, anybody can homeschool. Anybody from any culture can homeschool and it's attainable and it can be very successful. So, but this is shifting now, this, this idea, okay? So the Census Bureau also found that a significant increase among minorities switching to homeschooling during the pandemic. The black community saw a 16.1% of households with children are being homeschooled compared with 3.3% before the pandemic. The Census Bureau also had collected all of that data. Many families have experienced the flexibility and the stability and safety that the home environment offers. Homeschooling allows children the opportunity to go at their own pace, to explore their own interests. It allows parents to be more involved in their children's education, said Michael Donnelly, a director of Global Outreach for Homeschool Legal Defense Association told The Hills. Elizabeth Duckhart, a former public school teacher who switched to homeschooling for her seven and nine-year-old children during the pandemic said she isn't planning on going back to the public school. She said that her oldest um, said how it always had bothered him like all the time that was wasted in class to wait for a teacher to get a classroom to quiet down and pay attention. And then Nebraska saw such a significant increase in homeschooling this year, the state officials said it contributed to the state seeing its first decline in public schooling and school enrollment in 15 years. Education Week reported that. And don't let partisan politics impede Texas economic recovery. And I know some experts are skeptical that this boom in homeschooling will continue. And they're right, it will. And it's only going to grow. This is only the beginning. And I I get reports from homeschoolers that are pulling their children out of public school. And they tell me from different areas in Northwest Ohio that they're leaving in droves. So even in our area and in every state, really. So um, most schools in the country have opened back up in person now. After a year of being shut down, offices and businesses are now allowed to reopen in most states as well, sending parents back to work. With many parents and children still navigating a return to normal life, schooling trends may shift again in the coming months. The question of how much schooling has grown certainly matters to the nation's public education officials. They've been increasing efforts to locate and identify students who stopped attending public school during the pandemic. When many districts shuttered shuttered their buildings and switched to online classes, in many cases, these efforts have led to contacts with longtime homeschooling families. For parents to homeschool in order to craft loving and custom learning experience for their children, this unasked for government interaction can feel intrusive. This perhaps explains why the New York Times recently reported that as many school districts across the country return to in person classes, they are struggling to draw back students whose families have come to value the advantages of doing school from home and now you mix that in with the mask mandates and the vaccine mandate and people are now understanding you know the perks of homeschooling and they really don't need these compulsory schools any longer and they don't want to settle and send their kids back to that environment so it's definitely clear that we are in an unprecedented environment. Families are seeking solutions that will reliably meet their health and safety needs, their childcare needs, and the learning and socio-emotional needs of their children. And for increasing number of families, these solutions are found in homeschooling. So um, I had mentioned the homeschooling boom is just beginning. Fee also. Um, quotes a famous investor that says the same thing and i'll share that article you can read that so let's talk about the compulsory school system and this relates to before the coronavirus and since the coronavirus okay so i know there's a parents that are are fighting back Um, regarding the mask mandates and the mandates, the mandated shots, and their right to do so. Um, So, we support those families. New Heights has always been here for families, and we always try to provide, you know, the resources and information they need to be successful, and we're still here for them now. So, but I But the reason I'm saying this is because the school systems do not work, the compulsory school systems. Otherwise, we wouldn't have to have fill-in-the-gaps learning. We all know that there are problems with the public school system. I, I don't think anyone argues that. It's not the public school teacher's fault. It's the system itself. Um, we created a new page recently on our website it's called recommended videos you can find it under the learning annex and i've been a fan of john taylor gatto for a very long time if you want to truly understand compulsory schools i invite you to explore that page listen to john taylor gatto's talk and talks many talks and Um, He also was a best-selling author, and he was a public school teacher for 29 years in New York and named um, Teacher of the Year, I think, two times, um, if I remember correctly. But anyway, some of what I'm about to share with you is also from him as well.
0: New on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare.
1: You will never work in this town again!
0: It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood, and Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Street Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.
2: Is deceased now, but but again, his he was a brilliant mind for his time, and he truly understood the real history of the American school system. Okay, so again, um, the compulsory school system does not work. Uh, did you know that these schools have a Prussian connection? Why and how you can find out by visiting that page. I I just talked about, called recommended videos on our site, and you can learn the real connection. With that, and before I go on to discuss compulsory schools further, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and I'll be right back. Thanks a lot.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school, That's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each Mm -hmm. or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co.
2: Welcome back. So we're discussing um, compulsory schools and all those teachers who care. And they work very, very hard, I'm not taking anything away from the teacher. Um, the institution of schooling is psychopathic, it has no conscience. It rings a bell. I want you to think about what I'm saying. It rings a bell, and the young man or young woman in the middle of writing a poem must close their notebook and move to a different cell where he must memorize that humans and monkeys derive from a common ancestor. School is the first impression children get of an organized society. I want you to think about, and I really think about, how crazy is it? that as a society, we are required to go and drop our young children off at a preschool or kindergarten to complete strangers in most cases that we know absolutely nothing about. So our secular society Our school has become the replacement for church. And like church, it requires that its teachings must be taken on faith. But we are programmed to not question any of this. The bells and the confinement, the crazy sequences, the age segregation, the lack of privacy, the constant surveillance, and all the rest of the national curriculum of schooling were designed exactly as if someone had set out to prevent children from learning how to think and act. Think about what I just said. You see this in your own families? To coax them into addiction and dependent behavior. Will stifle family originality by appropriating the critical time needed for any sound idea of family to develop. Then, Then what do they do? They blame the family for its failure to be a family. Sound familiar anybody? Our cultural dilemma has nothing to do with children who don't read very well. It lies instead in the difficulty of finding a way to restore meaning and purpose to modern life. It's shameful that many people cannot imagine a better way to do things than locking children all day up in these cells instead of letting them grow up knowing their families mingling with the world and assuming real obligations striving to be independent and self-reliant and free schools teach exactly what they are intended to teach and they do it very well how to be a good egyptian and remain in your place in the pyramid. Do you live in a school district that gets less money than one less than 10 miles down the road? There's many of them like that here in America. Whatever an education is, It should make you a unique individual, not a conformist. It should furnish you with an original spirit with which to tackle the big challenges. It should allow you to find values which will be your roadmap through life. It should make you spiritually rich, a person who loves whatever you are doing wherever you are, whomever you are, through whoever you're with. It should teach you what is important and how to live and how to die. Children learn what they live. The kids in a class, put them in a class and they will live out their lives in an invisible cage, isolated from their chance at community. Interrupt kids with bells and horns all the time and they will learn that nothing is important, that is important is worth finishing. Ridicule them and they will retreat from the human association, shame them and they will find hundreds of ways to get even. The habits taught in large scale organizations are deadly. Where do you live? Do you live in a safe place? a safe community, the crime-free, drug-free. So by preventing a free market in education, a handful of social engineers backed by the industries that profit from compulsory schooling, teacher colleges, textbook publishers, materials, suppliers, have ensured that most of our children will not have an education, even though they may be thoroughly schooled. There's a difference between schooling and education. What? Really? Think about that. So, we're going to change what's rapidly becoming a disaster of ignorance, we need to realize that the institution schools very well, but it does not educate. That's inherent in the design of the thing. It's not the fault of bad teachers or too little money spent. It's just impossible for education and schooling to be the same thing. The truth is that schools don't really teach anything except how to obey orders. There's a lot of proof in that. There's a lot of things passed by the government over the years that fit into that. No Child Left Behind, Common Core. Where did those ideas come from? We all have witnessed the attack on police departments and military, making those that defend our rights and the rights of our land as bad guys. That's a little bit food for thought too, isn't it? The crooked U.S. government not military, and school systems work for the people. But they want you to forget that. Turn over all of your rights to them. If this wasn't the case, we wouldn't have forced mandates right now. You know what strikes me when I'm watching these uh, commercials, uh, um, or not commercials, I should say, these um, videos, I should say, taken by parents, during meetings where they're banging on the doors trying to get in and they weren't, they're not allowed in, or if they are, I've seen some recordings where the school board is up on, you know, the stage and a long table and they're all setting up there like judge and jury. And most parents do not feel like they are in charge of their children's education. They don't even feel like they're the boss of their children, that they're the the person that's supposed to be guiding them. The school systems, again, that's striking to me because every single one of them wouldn't have a job without those parents and their children. They work for the parents. Our government is by the people, but they don't act like it either. Your school systems work for you. If you want change, you have to fight for it. And it's a much bigger issue that's been going on way before COVID ever hit. Parents should have been fighting for their rights for much longer than they have been but they didn't understand what was really happening. And I don't get any enjoyment reporting all this to you. It was a very hard thing for me to completely understand when I first started to build the New Heights Educational Group. And it was one of the first lessons I had to learn was that the public schools are exactly as they're intended to be with felings and all. And that was hard for me to understand that There could be people that cold-hearted, not the teachers, the system, the way it was built. Look up Horseman, visit that page I was telling you about, educate yourself. If you want public school system or private school systems, make sure it's what you want it to be. We're here to support you, to provide you guidance, But you have to speak up.
0: Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to amazon.com apply. That's amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.
2: Some of you think that these mandates are a good idea because you're scared. You're scared for yourselves and your family. I work with people all over the world and I'm telling you, that it's not what you think it is. As Americans, we have the right to choose. This is a luxury that many in other countries do not have. The statistics going around Facebook about the jabs being low for those that are vaccinated or not factoring in other countries with higher vaccination rates. And some are outright just not true. If you saw the numbers, you would see that it's the vaccinated that are dying in the masses and not because of the unvaxxed. I put together a list of resources for you to look over as well and I'll release those with these videos as well. Don't continue to um, Give your opinion on people getting vaccinated and being bad parents for standing up to mandates if you truly don't have a full picture of what's going on. These US public school families are fighting for the rights of their children in these public schools and in turn for your children's rights as well. The masks don't work. COVID is real, Don't, don't get me wrong, COVID is real. I I had COVID, my children had COVID, their spouses had COVID, my grandchildren had COVID, my aunt died of COVID, my great aunt, I should say. A lot of the people that work for New Heights Educational Group had COVID. It's real, but out of all the people that I know from all over, my aunt, who was very old, living in a nursing home, she was in her 90s, I believe. She was the only one out of all of them that died. And anyone that knows me knows I have a lot of health issues and for me to have COVID and recover from it, um, that's a miracle in itself. So um, people, it's, it's, it's not what you think. And I, and I know people that they, they've had a lot more loss in the sense. I mean, thank God we all recovered from it, but it, it's not about, about COVID. It's about stripping the rights from parents and from all people. And it might not be popular for me to say this, but I have just as much right as anyone else to speak their mind. And I'm telling you this to help you, to educate you. Public school parents and students are leaving these schools in high numbers and opting into homeschooling. I suggest that all of you join an organization such as ours, Christian Homeschool Group, if you're Christian or homeschool legal defense to protect your rights, it's very important. I will continue to advocate for homeschoolers and to provide the services that we provide. So most of these individuals won't be going back to the public school. So public schools, uh, I'm assuming a lot of them will end up because they there. COVID is going around in the schools, especially well, in Northwest Ohio, I know that, but um, they it is going around and and schools, will, some schools will probably have to shut down again. So, um, that probably will go back to virtual learning, but they don't do it very well in the classroom. So, Um, I don't see it being a very successful thing. So um, there was an article called The Rage Quit the School System and They're Not Going Back by Wired.com. I'll also share that link. And um, something else I wanted to discuss before we end the show. Just a moment um actually we need to take a really quick commercial break and then i'll be right back
1: hello listeners if you're enjoying the new heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization please visit www.newheightseducation.org and while you're there, check out our online store at new heights educational groups.myshopify.com.
2: Welcome back, everyone. So, uh, something else that I want to discuss before we end our, our show is that um, I wanted to discuss educational issues in Nigeria. Because one of our volunteers, she lives in Abuja. Uh, and I was speaking with her. She, she's been on our show before. And it kind of um, opened my eyes to some things that I was not aware was happening and I thought that you the audience um, should hear about it so even with as bad as the public or compulsory schools not all schools are bad public schools or private schools but compulsory schools are okay so um, as bad as they are and as And with our failing school system as they are, it puts it where this person lives. The children get up very early in the morning and they have to walk to school. And most of them that walk to school, walk to an empty classroom. They're paying about, I think she said 400 and some dollars every three months for the children to be educated and they walk to school to an empty classroom. So even with that comparison, isn't that striking? And then the boarding schools, there's there's a mass human trafficking ring that's happening in a thousand people, a thousand students not all at once but whole entire classrooms are disappearing at a time from this person's area then they're being ransomed back to the parents and one of the last um, classrooms that were taken um, i'm not sure what month it was if it was june or july but the, the parents all came together to pay the ransom and the children were never returned to them. They're, they still have, and it was a, it was an all-female class. They find people in holes, um, with missing body parts, or they just don't find the people. And this is happening right now, a thousand people. 1,000 children, and I told her, I said, could you imagine that happening here in America? It would be all over everywhere. We'd be hearing about it, but there are people there that are getting no help from their government at all. And there's many foxes in that hen house, let's just say that. So I ask that you keep them in your thoughts. If you know anyone that can help these people, recover these children. If you're part of the human trafficking network that works overseas or in Nigeria. Um, Or I I wanna also say that if if you are a public entity, public school, maybe in another country even, um, that can provide education to students in other countries where they can get like um you know earn their not necessarily for high schoolers i'm talking for young kids to earn some kind of education um and virtually have it virtually done because these children i asked her if most of them had computers and she said that they do actually and have internet to the most part and um but these children are not getting an education. So there's some children. We always hear about children that, you know, that don't do not have an opportunity for a really great education, and they're a brilliant mind, and they get left behind. And that's true. That's ha- that happens. But there's a group of children that could be brilliant but they don't even have the chance to show it. They can't even get an education in elementary or middle school. They can't get an education at all. So if you can help, if you wanna contact me, please do so. And um, please share this message and keep those people in your mind. And if you if you pray, pray for them. Um, I'm hoping to find a way to help them. I've already get provided some resources, but I mean, human, traffic is, human trafficking is a big issue everywhere, all over the US and in all countries, but that's ridiculous that nothing's being done to recover these thousand children. Where are they? So, I really wanted to make them part of a show because I don't think people understand it's happening. I didn't know it was happening. So thank you for listening today. And um, I appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you during the next show.